We live, baby. We out here. Oh! Look at my bio. Let's get it. Allergy season vibes. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, go ahead. You're live. Are You already know what it is. You already know what it is. You already know. About to get that money. It's your boy, Brown Bear. I'm your boy, Will Dobb. We're dreaming with Dobb. This is episode nine. We lit, baby. I just sent the... <laughs> it's funny. I sent the link to a group chat to a bunch of my homies. And... Uh, it's like a picture of me right now of us <laughs> that's perfect but um yeah shout out to gangs what's up dob man just tired living the life I'm tired man it's exhausting living this good it is life's exhausting but i haven't been too tired lately just depends on uh, the day of the week. My allergies are real bad. Sniffling so much makes me like more awake, I guess. Gotta be on my toes. Never know my nose is gonna drip. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep those uh, tissues on standby and on lock. Standby. Uh, we got them. No, we're good. We're good. We got enough tissues, I think. But I'm gonna definitely have some sniffles. <laughs> I'll try to point away from the mic. I wonder how. <laughs> <laughs> Between your sniffles and my. Parks and Rec. Yeah. You watch a lot of like that kind of those kind of shows. No, nah, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV, but I kind of look like Ron Swanson when I have a mustache. True. I went as Ron Swanson for Halloween. I know. I don't. Well, your clean cut is like so professional. Like I respect the shit out of it, but like. Damn, what happened to the grungy dob? <sighs> Those were the days. <laughs> Grunge dob. I, I told Shannon the other morning, uh, I was all dressed up, clean cut and everything. I put my carabiner keys on the side, and I was like, it's still a little splash of old dob. Yeah. Definitely. You hear me walking through the office. Yeah, you can't you can't shake some of the sauce, for <laughs> sure. Some of the stuff's just going to stay for life. Um, What's where should we start? Where should, where should we start? Well, first off... Dude, Anybody? I'm just stoked to see you, first off. Let's just Likewise. talk. I've known Dob for fucking since probably middle school at the, yeah, probably middle school, probably like seventh grade. Er, yeah, early middle school. Through, did you know Vendetti first? Or how, who did you, Edward? I was really good buddies with I Edward. Daddy and Edward first. Okay, so yeah, I met, but how did you meet, how did you meet them? Well, through I grew who? up going to the country club. Cape like Fear? Lot, yeah, a lot of people. With with the, with Edward? No, uh, my grandparents are members. Ah, uh, Cape Fear. Yeah. Gang. Yeah. Shout out Cape Fear Country Club. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Country Club kids. <laughs> Pool party day. But yeah, me and Edward always talk. We never really remembered how we met each other, but I, well, after I met him, I started surfing and going to the beach, and like that's where I met, like, I met Vendetti through, like, Edward was filming Evan all the time because Edward yeah. like the, stacking clips yeah, back yeah. in the day, back in the day before yeah. I was even in the sh- into the shit. But they would go and just like 
film and then i remember one day they all just we all ended up linking up like me max edward vendetti and evan and like we always saw those kids at the pier like at mercers and i feel like it was like we were always kind of like the kooks like me and max like we're like not that great but then like evan and vendetti were like ripping but then like forces combined and then, <laughs> then we were like surfing just for fun yeah, I remember. Uh, I think I met Vendetti through. Is either through Hudspeth, who knew him through basketball, which I think might have been that what could it was. definitely make sense. Vendetti was a hooper. Yeah, Vendetti could ball out. He could ball. <laughs> Vendetti could he ball. was pretty good. He played for Coastal. Yeah, yeah, he played for Coastal, and I think that did they do AAU together? Probably, or something like that? probably. Yeah, and then I remember the first time we met Evan and those guys, Hud squirrel and parker and i i think we all bought we all bought neon short shorts from kings back when kings was still around and we went surfing down at the holiday dude, Inn, I that little short break that, sesh. Dude, i remember when y'all did that yeah so i think that's when everybody met dude, us do you remember we, there were like we launched, the fruit cakes out there and the, the water <laughs> balloons off the front porch do you <laughs> yeah, remember that yeah i wasn't a part of that but uh me either hots was i know Hoss was i think Hoss was the culprit <laughs> i think you know he, after our childhood that became illegal on Wrightsville Beach what the water, water balloons you're not supposed to be I mean it's not good for the environment I'm sure right. like I know like we were launching them into the sand and mm-hmm. like we definitely weren't picking them up so I know remember Gallardi's dude yes man Gallardi yes for sure we'd be up on the uh <laughs> third fourth floor of his dad's house we could hit people on boats with him dude i remember like yeah we had some crazy times but yeah man i just been like honestly even speaking of vendetti that's shout out to the kid he's like the legend but yeah, like tell everybody what so, you just got vendetti with the yeah boys. so yeah all the boys just kind of threw in we had we got him a puppy because like you know dogs are good you know it's like give him some company give him some stuff to do you know give him some discipline and like you know who doesn't love like a dog so we got him like a hypoallergenic like a golden a golden doodle it's perfect adorable yeah and vendetti's so good with dogs yeah he's definitely gonna love it so much and like it's just gonna i I just see it as being like his best friend like riding around in the truck like he has the biggest heart in the whole wide world yeah so like i'm working on i've been working on this documentary about vendetti for like i've been filming with him since like pretty much since we first met since i started shooting surfing like when i was like 15 or 16 so like I always shot with him, and then, like, over the years, like, things kind of, like, he, as he got, he has cystic fibrosis, so, like, as he got sicker, he, like, started having less and less energy, so, like, he was getting less and less clips as the years got on, and I was, like, but he's still charged, like, if he, we would go to Mexico, and he would paddle out and catch huge waves, like, it was really impressive, but he never really got the limelight, I feel like, because there's so many super good surfers from around here that were, like, winning contests and traveling going on trips, and he really was only, like, stoked on surfing big waves, so I was like, man, this is, it's obviously, like, a super cool story, and he always inspired me and shit, so I was like, I really want to, like, also, they make all these, like, pity party kind of films about, like, people with cystic fibrosis, and I know he always, like, bitched about it, and he was always like, man, like, why do they always like make these films where it's like the person like dies at the end like it's always like on some sad shit and i was like man i just want to make something where he feels like a fucking superhero and so like the past year like we went to mexico we had we filmed some awesome shit uh he recently just was in the hospital like staying for a couple weeks and like we went up there and shot some stuff with him and uh but like there's still like a lot of work to do i think like another like maybe six months of filming i want to do like another trip and uh 
but that to me is gonna be like the first like full film like i've always done surf clips and i've Mm -hmm. always like created content or whatever you want to call it but like creating like a film where it's like you know a beginning middle end you know like creating feelings that kind of shit i've never really done something that's i'm hoping like 20 to 40 minutes something that's like just super badass take a picture click click we're padding the social media yeah i like it (laughs) but yeah so that's like something huge uh Christy Ray, she works with Honeyhead Films. She's like a local girl who does video. Do you know she's her? She's so talented. Super talented girl. talented. So she's been helping me a lot as far as like, you know, how much money it would take to do this the way I really want to mm-hmm. do it. Um, we're kind of saying like, you know, we'd love funding. Like, it would be great. But at the same time, it's like, I'm doing this shit regardless. And like, she's on board to help. My boy Nick, do you know Nick? True. You've probably seen me posting with him yeah. recently, but he yeah. went to Hoggard. He was like two years older. He plays in a band. My bad. I just kicked your mic. But he played in a he plays in a band in Wilmington called Reef Blower. Okay, yeah. They're kind of yeah. like. Yep, yep. I don't even know what it to describing music. Holy shit! Like, let's not even get on that. I don't even know how to give people genres anymore. Me either. But uh, yeah. So Nick has been helping me like as far as like he's super fucking talented with like he worked in lighting, but. Mm-hmm as far as his eye for like composition and framing and all that kind of shit he's just like fwag like super talented and so he came to mexico with us we shot a bunch of stuff but we really just had like an awesome time with friends and we never really scored huge surf it was like six to eight foot and like how was that trip to mexico give me a highlight dude it was so like we got to we raised enough money with like the help of a lot of people to get vendetti a jet ski (laughs) to do like step offs yeah so like in really big waves a lot of people don't realize like paddling out is like very exhausting and like sometimes like near impossible like people will try to paddle out who are maybe really good surfers but can't get out because you know the waves are breaking super hard running a marathon every single time you don't really know how to get out so what happens is is this jet ski will pretty much pull you out the back and like that saves so much energy like it makes it so he doesn't have to think about you know paddling out the timing all this and then on top of that the jet ski will just pull him into the wave so strictly all he has to do is stand up on the board and surf you know and it takes out his lung capacity isn't like ours so it's he loses energy you know his long his breath is just short so that's the most inspiring thing about Vendetti, though. And this film that you're working on is going to be huge because think about all the kids who grew up with cystic fibrosis and they're going to see Vendetti charging life to the fullest. You know how many people get diagnosis with this and they just like, they buckle under yeah. the pressure. I, I've known Vendetti for years and that kid will not get knocked down. He just like, he radiates fire and passion yeah he really doesn't like let and he like will tell you like you know when we we have this we did this big interview with him and christy ray like i she did the interview like she conducted it she talked with him like i told her a lot about him and what kind of things they should talk about we pretty much sat in the studio for like two and a half hours and just like they just talked and like he'll tell you you know like people are so scared like even a lot of people with cystic fibrosis are scared because doctors you know legally and there's they study and they're obligated to tell you a certain thing as far as like health concerns you know like don't go here make sure you take all your precautions blah 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 and vendetti's not that kind of guy to take precautions so like 
he even sees normal people like me and you who get scared or get like timid about things in life and he's like dude like what's there to be scared about like there's nothing there's nothing to be scared about like life is short you know like just live it and do what makes you stoked and that's really the story is really just him just inspiring people to just live their life and not be scared of you know whatever it may be um but that's like been super fucking fun like i said it's been more of a passion project for me we've had like some people reach out for possible funding but we're hoping just i just want to finish shooting by the end of summer and then you know the editing process who knows how long it's going to take but hopefully no longer than like six months i don't know i've never edited something 20 minutes like scenes and you know something crazy like that i usually just do short form you know surf edits whatever but I imagine it's such an emotional project for you that the time that it takes won't even matter. Yeah, definitely. And you'll just make it work the way it needs to. And it's crazy because, like, it is really sad. And, like, I never really thought about it as, like, something sad. Like, I always just thought about it as, like, oh, this is a really inspiring story. But then, like, randomly, like, Vendetti will hit me up and, like, drop some news on me that, like, maybe he wouldn't have normally told me. And it's, like... It may even be something super simple as, like, you know, I don't want to go to the doctor for this checkup because it's, like, it's going to be a bitch. And I'm, like, you know, then I think, I'm, like, man, I hate, I think about when I have to go to the dentist or something, and, like, I just don't want to go because I know it's just going to be a bitch. So, and it's, like, imagine having that, but, like, knowing you're, it's just, like, it's tough, you know? So, I think the story is really going to fucking inspire people. I know it's inspiring. It inspires me every time I, like, think about it or work on it i'm like man this shit is like bigger than vendetti now it's like bigger than it's not even for me or for him i'm like and i tell him all the time like bro we're gonna change the world with this shit it's gonna be like i tell people i'm like this isn't like a surf video as much as it's gonna be core but i'm super stoked on it and i'm really excited to finish it it's gonna be a process but a process but you enjoy it they say enjoy the process you know so i try i was talking to somebody i think i might have even said this twice on the podcast but when you when you set an interesting destination this mine or no? uh, i think that was mine i think he might have grabbed yours i can maybe you grabbed it no hey we're good um but when you said it when you when you said a fascinating destination the journey that you take is going to be more entertaining and more fun versus if you just set like a boring destination so the process is what's like i know you've like done some stuff in the film oh here we'll talk about you messaged me the other day i posted a photo of timmy dwyer you know timmy yeah how do you know i shout out timmy he's yeah, Timmy's super smart legend i just met him he's like made surf video you know he's a super talented smart guy we both went to uncw but i just met him i think i met timmy on a dave matthews band documentary damn yeah yeah see it's so weird that you like worked on so much film shit i do it's like really low-key time in my life i think i just i don't think i was on social media or anything but it's good for it was so good for you you probably saw and learned so much shit yeah it was really it put my life in perspective realizing that how much effort and craft and time and manpower went into even like a, a Verizon commercial. Yeah. 
Um, which is why I really love the content that you're putting out uh, with uh, Javi and Horizon. Shout out. Shout out. Gang. The gang. Because y'all are putting out really good content and you're working bare bones crew. And when I was doing commercial stuff, I mean, dude, these guys are doing a week long shoot on a freaking hundred thousand dollar budget and they're putting out garbage yeah <laughs> and like we, i've been lucky that javier's like been my biggest like supporter since like i pretty much the whole video thing started with like i always took photos like i used to see people well let me get back in my zone there we go um i don't even know if that's my zone there we go but um we used to, I used to see like uh, dudes shooting surf photos like in water or mm-hmm. on the beach, but mostly like in water stuff. And I used to be like, man, like I never see these photos. Like I'll see somebody do a huge, or even myself, I'd do like a big turn in front of a camera or something, or I felt like it was, it probably wasn't even a big turn, but I would feel like, and I'd be like, man, I really want to see that photo and I'd never see them. And so I was like, one day I was like, man, I'm just going to get it. So I got like a T3i and a Tokina, like... 10 to 17 millimeter fisheye and some SPL housing. Like my parents helped me out. I bought like a a dope little like water housing rig and started shooting like photos in water. And then like by the time I was like, uh, maybe like 16 or something, like video was starting to become bigger. It was still kind of like, I don't know if it was Facebook or like where people, YouTube, I guess people were on like MySpace I don't even know, but video, people pretty much were like, dude, we don't want photos. Like, Evan and them were like, dude, like, if you film, it's going to be way sicker. Like, you could take photos from it, mm-hmm. and you get the clip. And I was like, all right, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just doing this because, like, I'm trying to stack clips. Because to me, that was, like, cool. I was like, it's similar to skateboarding, you know, if you mm-hmm. ever skated and, like, tried to stack clips, it's just, like, fun to, like, you know have that like you know bond with like another like athlete to be able to be like yo let's try to like you know it's like work you know it's like i don't even know how you would really explain it but it's super fun and i don't even know what we were talking about i got totally sidetracked timmy dwyer oh yeah see way off <laughs> film oh i was gonna ask you you want to like make movies and shit do i still yeah yeah like are you absolutely in, like, dude i my i've got crazy life goals man they're so freaking way out there but i want to produce i want to produce a tv show like that's basically just the boys like that sounds pretty lit and like i told you i love trash tv (laughs) yeah dude that's that's and that's what it would be it would be some garbage tv but it'd be like us in our 30s or in our 40s all getting back together and just like basically my vision is that i just bankroll this freaking year of hilarious you just kind of banter us all being on set, kind of just walking around. Cause I, so I got the idea when I was working on the do-over with Adam Sandler and realizing that Adam Sandler's movies are garbage, and I'm not afraid to say that, <laughs> but it's just him and his best friends hanging out all day, Doing every shit. day, hanging out in the freaking director's tent making fart jokes and like eating bean burritos and shit and like it's crazy and man. they he's living the life and javier, it's not only javier would be good at javier is like we always like he always jokes around making like sitcoms and like we've done like some work for some clients that's like kind of like comedic like it's through horizon but like these clients wanted like they wanted like funny videos and so am i getting audio in this mic 
Yeah, yeah these yeah. these cables. Um, I'm hearing you fine. It's, okay. These cool. cables sometimes they get loose. All right. Either way, I just wanted to make sure. But um, Javier like pretty much directed these videos that we did that were like the office inspired like for this law firm in wilmington and like that's what they wanted and he hit it so spot on and like after we did them they pretty much came back and were like you know like we'd rather just do some more like work that's not a not so more on the serious side we were like you know that's more what we do but they wanted something silly so we made it something silly so i don't know i don't think i can make i guess some i'm not like that fun like i watch these interviews with seth rogan and jonah hill and shit and i'm like dude these dudes like write the funny they're just hilarious i don't know if i can write funny shit i like can see funny shit and experience it and maybe like rewrite from like life so like i guess the idea of the boys works so if you need a dp hit me up yeah i got you i got you (laughs) i mean you better be prepared to self-star and dp let's go baby yeah um I'd I'd love to put on a some sitcom, just garbage TV, Netflix special. Yeah. Um. You ever watch Catfish? I like clips. <laughs> I love, dude, bro. I don't know why that shit hooks me. I bought like I got like the Spectrum like uh-huh. on my Xbox, so I can like watch cable. And I have Netflix. I have some good shit, and dude, I watch fucking Catfish all day while, <laughs> while I'm working. You know, like I'll be yeah, editing, yeah. but then I'll get like sidetracked for like ten minutes. I'm like, who is? who is it is it her is it not they do a great job telling stories i love catfish shout out catfish gang if you see me yo hire this man catfish. Hire, hire the cat hire me i'll be the fucking bear fish <laughs> um i heard you talking with javi that you might be doing you, you cooking some shit yeah i'm cooking a little bit i'm cooking oh, cooking some man. ideas cooking I- is i was thinking i was talking with javi uh, everything goes back to me talking with Javi because we hang out all the time but like he's working on his stuff right now and like it's so funny when people are cooking that's when they love it the most mm-hmm. it's like as soon as it's out it's kind of like I'm over it it's done yep Same. it's like but when you're making it and you're even like a quarter of the way through with some shit or you throw some ideas around it's like the only fucking thing you can think about and you care about. it's like the one it's like a swell it's like yeah. when you're going to chase surf and it's like there's the one you got to be there tuesday at 9 a.m to fucking noon and yeah. that's the one period where it might be good you know when you got the flow you gotta let it go i would almost i would almost know. go so far as to say that once it's out you begin to to resent it oh absolutely it's definitely like that with me with like videos because i feel like i always step it up and i feel like music is probably the same it's like as soon as you're done with it, first off, you listen to it so many times. The second off, it's like you want to start changing it or you're like, man, I could have, why didn't I hit it like this or like however. I'll say I resent it for the first 18 months and then after 18 yeah, months, I look back it. at it and like, it's not that I'm like, oh, this is Then you remember fire. the times writing it. Yeah, you remember it's, the it's a snapshot in history and I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It does get to the point though, like where, where you've, you've, you've done it so much that you just, yeah, you want it to be off of your 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 work list yeah absolutely and that's one of the things that's always blown my mind for like me about musicians like take a band like the rolling stones and you're playing the same songs you wrote like 30 40 years ago i I see like like, rappers bumping their and like i wonder if like other types of musicians do this like i'm homies with the boobies like i should ask i'm like i wonder and honestly 
I don't know if Javier and them listen to their own music really, but like the people I know, like I'm a big fan of. Do y'all know the baby is? Not Lil Baby, the baby. Not bad baby. Nah, the baby. He's a rapper <laughs> from Charlotte who uh, like okay. he just had like number one album. Like he's lit. He's super fire. His shit is like super hood. He's from Charlotte and he's just blown up. Bump some through the mic. I'm going to. That's what I'm doing right now. But he comes out, he's like a Instagram personality. He's literally a comedian. He's so funny with the shit. And like here, I got you right here. It's in my library. So his album's called Baby on Baby. It's so fire. Um, let me think of which song I should play. Um, oh, Lord. Jensen made another one. Ha. I'm going baby on baby. That nigga a bitch. He think he a gangster. He probably still slang a 380. But yeah, he's like a Charlotte dude who's like just blown up now. And so... Um, big fan of his shit, and they put like I said, they put out music videos like crazy. He works with like, and that's the thing with like music now is so you can do it in your back, in your garage, in yep. your phone, whatever. Like, like we were talking about, like there's no excuse for that anybody can't. You could host a podcast with your phone if you wanted you could, to and live yeah. stream, like. It's great that this is bigger than this, but like right. no one really has an excuse. And like I try to do that with like you were saying, like we do a lot of like with me and Javier, we do a lot of work that like a lot of people may hire like 10, 15, 20 people. And it's not saying that, you know, the work is going to be just as good, but we can tell a great story and get some really cinematic, great footage with the gear we have and like the people that we know. And it's like a lot has to do with editing and, um, you know, as far as like the framing and stuff like that, I'm fairly comfortable with all that. And I, now that I'm working with Nick, he's helping me with a lot of these mm -hmm. more commercial projects. And I'm trying to, we're trying to take it to the next level pretty much instead of doing like more low end local business stuff, start reaching out to people in Raleigh or Charlotte. Or we do work with some groups in New York. Uh, Javi's done some work with some people in Tennessee. That uh, thing you guys are doing with the food that the Javi food was telling about yeah, that's really super cool. Fun, yeah. I just got back from Charleston, South Carolina, and I was like, man, I wish I had had a camera. And I was just walking around trying to Dude, film this people's food so, so we could have eaten for food. <laughs> Everybody I know who goes to Charleston's like, yeah, we spent so much money on food. Yeah. Like it's like New York vibes, but like not quite. I think yeah. New York's probably still a little bit more pricey. Definitely. Definitely. Have you ever thought about like spending time in like New York or yeah. LA or yeah. where? Absolutely. Which one would you? Both. I want to do both. I want to do New York, still. LA. I want to do still? DC. Yeah. You still want to go live in these places possibly? Yeah. Or? For short periods of time. Yeah. I lived in New York for three months and worked with this kid, Janoff, who like does music videos. That's who like got me into the music video shit. Pretty much before then, which is like October of 2017. So like, I don't know, a little bit of a year and a half ago, maybe. And before that, I was like, I want to film surf videos. I want to yeah. work for Surfer Mag, WSL, whatever, and go chase swells with surfers. And then... Your stuff really took off when you went out there and you started working on those projects. Yeah, it was really... Well, I mean, you were already killing it in the surf extreme sport world before but once you you came back and I, I remember seeing a shift in like the way you thought about storytelling and definitely it definitely helped me with a lot of that and it's really more or less like i put myself in a box before where i was like i kind of had i had my own style where it was like 
very hip hop inspired. All my videos were, right. you know, different than a lot of other people's. But when I went and worked with Janoff, he pretty much showed me like, first off, he like owns a red, like a really expensive camera. Like he owns a red. So I had access to like learn about mm-hmm. operating camera, which essentially all cinema cameras are pretty similar, but like learning how to hold, you know, even just mm-hmm. like proper etiquette with it, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. But then also, you know, as far as like directing a music video, um, that shit is just like, it's like when you link up with your friend in the barrel and you, and you get a photo of him, mm-hmm. which is like a bond that like you can't replicate. It's like the craziest feeling ever, like to be able to be in sync like that. And I feel like, especially with me, I like, I'm really performance based with my music videos. Like I really like when people sing in my music videos like i like delivery and i think that's like hip-hop inspired like you know most hip-hop music videos it's the dudes rapping you know what i mean in a bunch of different locations underwater whatever and to me speaking of i got got a tangent i just want to high five real quick on that video you did for your sister mm. awesome thanks shout out hannah my sister little sister hannah cole that was really good yeah so that was like me and nick that was something that we did fairly you know like we had a location we knew we could use for like a few hours and like i called a couple of friends my friend ian this kid peyton who goes to uncw um and my sister had a friend who she knew she wanted to dance on this on this song and uh i don't really work with that type of music usually but like you know i'm down to create visuals for anything like something beautiful to me is like it's beautiful no matter if it's right. for a construction company or you know, I like solar my, company. My pat exactly, Robert Parker. Shout out G. to Cape Fear Solar. Yeah, so those kind of things. Sponsor us. I love doing those. I love doing all projects, and I try to think of them as all as passion projects. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the artistic things that are like, whenever a client tells me I have to change X, Y, and Z to an extent, it's like it can become less important or less like, you know, a lot of times when you work on music videos these guys give you a lot of the power which is really fucking awesome like mm-hmm. you want guys who trust you to make a vision of their song you know right and they're they're artists too they didn't want you telling them how they should have written the song different for the music video exactly you ever seen a photographer get just so furious when when they when they, they took the time to take the photo and then edit the photo and then give it to the client the client puts a filter on it oh yeah people, people get or, mad about i used us, to be really bad about that and apologize to people, all the people i did that pe- too we have people who <laughs> crop the crop videos instead of like so it cuts it you know it's okay. like you have to have it like a certain there's like a button it's just one button you press that makes it like the correct size and if you don't click it then it's just a square Oh, you on know? Instagram? Yeah. On yeah, Instagram. I see that. And everybody posts it and it like cuts off the titles. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude. and then they post it anyways and they see it and they don't go, uh, man, maybe I should ask a question on how to fix this. Man, yeah. <laughs> I it's see so that true. All the time. It's so true. But yeah, so af- after I did that video with my sister recently, I just did this video with Unity. You guys, I was weird talking about Which Unity. Which is hype. Yeah. Super hype. Nick helped me with that one as well. Nick True. We pretty much. He works at this place called Sunset Lighting. Sunset Lighting and Grip. They do like TV commercial mm-hmm. type stuff, but they have a studio in Wilmington. Yep. Um, and so I pretty much, I hit up these Unity dudes just on Instagram. It's crazy how much reaching out to somebody will help. Like, 
I don't do it enough still, and I don't think anybody does, but just picking up the phone and making a phone call or like sending somebody a message could get you a job. Yep. Straight up. And it's like, I still don't do it. I still don't DM, hit up enough people saying, hey, do you need video work? Blah, blah, blah. But Unity, I literally heard some of their music and I was like, this band is dope. Like, I vibe with these this vibe and I feel like these guys could be really successful because they're very different and they're very just who they are. And I was like, man, I want to create, I'm going to hit hit these guys up and see if they want to create a visual. Like, I want to create a music video. So I just DM'd them. They hit me back up and all those dudes like work and they go, they're like pretty much busy until 9 p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. So, like, it took us a while to even link up, and I was like, man, I don't know if they really want to do it. As soon as we linked, they were super stoked on everything. I pretty much asked them, like, and a lot of people say, like, you know, how, like, ask how much a music video costs. I feel like that's, like, a really common question that I get. is like, how much can you do a music video for? And it's like, budget drives vision, and vision drives budget. You know what I mean? It's like, if I have $50,000, my idea is going to be fucking crazy. But if I only have 500 bucks, you know, I got to stay in a box. Mm-hmm. So it's like when people say, like, how much how much does it cost for video? It's like, really, like, how much do you have? And it's like people try to bullshit and be like, oh, like, can I do this, that, whatever. Try to beat around the bush. And it's at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, I pretty much told these guys, I told them that, and they were straight up with me. And I work with artists, too. It's like, I'm an artist, too, and I try to have other income besides music videos. You know what I mean? And so I tell these guys, we work out a payment plan, you know what it is, whatever it takes to do it. And they were, they told me that we got X, Y, Z. So I told them, I talked to Nick and I pretty much talked to them about what inspired them as musicians. Cause like, I think that's what, you know, it's a job of a music video director is to like, you know, understand what, who these guys are, what the song means and all these sorts of things. So I talked to them about that. We talked about a lot of different movies, actors, musicians, and ended up like pretty much getting inspired from like a lot of like early 2000s, like BET type films, like Stomp the Yard, Love and Basketball. I pretty much pulled a bunch of frames from all these and like went to Nick and I was like, hey, like what, which ones of these are possible and which ones are like gonna be super hard? And we, I knew I wanted it to be dreamy in like a black room type deal and uh after we like talked about everything and we pretty much like took a bunch of their influence from their life even as far as like we got a michael jackson poster that we put in the background of one of the scenes because like they said they're inspired by michael jackson and like little like splashes of things like that so it's like really meaningful it's not like we're just gonna go walk down the sidewalk with a gimbal and like sing to the camera like, that's cool, you know what I mean? If you only have this much money, then that's all you can afford. But when you can really put the money down, you can make a motherfucking movie. We made a movie, bro. It's going to be insane. Shout out to those dudes. They worked so hard, man, and they were, like, really good at They acted like they were just, like, insane in front of the camera. And shout out Nick for fucking going to war. That kid went to war. Unity May 1st at the Monk, Wilmington, North Carolina. That will be the live Unity. streamed. Oh, shit. That'll be cool. With the Unity with the live stream. Professional professional camera crew of about 15 people. So oh, That's going to be damn, That's fire. Shout out to the boys. They're on tour right now. Yeah. They're mm. out there in Raleigh tonight at the Poor House, I think. Yeah. And they're going to New York. Man, Philly. they're going to blow up, I swear. I, I, was telling, I saw them at the grocery store the Dreamville, other day. Dreamville, Unity, Link Up. 
I kept telling them so deep, so good. <coughs> They're it also is. performing, I think, at the Sustain with Sound Festival. They are they Sustain are. with Sound, April twenty seventh at Pier thirty three. I believe twenty six <coughs> is the Friday, so twenty seventh. Yep, yep, twenty seventh, April twenty seventh <coughs> at Pier thirty three. Did Javier talk about Sustain with Sound? Um, a little, little bit, bit, a little bit, a little bit. Michael, Michael, Michael talked about did. it. Yeah, Michael cool. uh, helped. So I was gonna plug say, it. yeah. I've been pretty much working with Javier and Michael and Katie on like a lot of this, so it's been super cool proud to, of her. She's really grown dude, this thing. And Javi, everybody, everybody's been super rad to work with. It's always just like I love working with musicians, and like pretty much I've just been in charge of like a lot of the media side of stuff, like going to uh, breweries or meeting with you know whether it's Michael or the Boobies. Or, right. Actually, I didn't link with the Boobies yet. We tried, but we had a few different you know technical difficulties but it's all good shout out to the boys but signal fire the unity you know we met up with all these i met up and just did that and then the day of the event i'm gonna be out there with a little crew doing a little recap so if you see me out there give a little wave cheers i'm not taking pictures so don't ask me to take a picture god that is every time bro can you take my picture but it's like man no. So just keep the camera rolling. Like, I know I do. I just get videos, done. and if people, because if somebody's really interested, I'll give them a frame grab. You know, right. like I can pull a frame, but like I'm not gonna like switch my camera all around to take a photo or whatever. But yeah, it's been good. Work's been good. Creating music videos is probably my favorite thing right now ever. It's like the most creative sauce ever. But like. It's not probably as much as creating music. It's probably crazy. Are you guys having a, a little photo booth or not photo booth, but a little booth area? I dude, I because need... I was talking to Javi about y'all getting a backdrop where it has Horizon Creative Co. We need do and need Brown something. Bear, and then maybe uh, the Sustain with Sound, and just like have like one camera and a tripod set up there, and like one person who can just click because people want those photos me and nick were just talking about that we definitely want to do something great branding opportunity yeah definitely a great dude honestly just set it up by the front gate people will take their own photos yeah yeah you don't even have to take the photos yeah is very true that's not a bad idea and um and just uh leave like y'all got the sign plug i know a few sign guys yeah i I know mine's in myrtle beach there's people around here shout out to the kid that dude is savage Um, but man, just leave like freaking like a few props too. Like go to like f- call up some people who've got like costume stuff and just yeah. like put a bucket full of stuff. Dude, and, like, well, I've got like a few ideas for some stuff where I'm like, can't be plastic. I want to do some. Yeah, no plastic. This <laughs> uh, is no plastic. plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but, they're recycled, man. It's not like you're buying new ones. Man, I'm trying. I'll be honest, man. I'm like, I've I said this. I've actually started. I'm shooting like I've been trying to shoot a podcast type of thing for. Uh, Cause like I've always done surf videos and I want yeah. something that's like fun and different. So I was like, man, I'm just going to go to different people that I feel like surf slash like maybe do business or just people I fuck with and like film them doing something with me. So I did Hayden from Queen Street Barbershop and he like cut my hair and like I went to adapt and they like made me some smoothies and some acai bowls and some, or whatever. I don't even remember what the fuck we made, but um, <laughs> it was delicious. Shout out Chris Curry, Ellie. Um, but that place is rat. Pretty much, I just wanted to like do something fun, like how you yeah. guys create music and like I just don't. Sometimes I'm like I'm creating music videos for money. I'm doing this documentary that's like a lot of work. It's with surfing. Um, 
doing all this B2B stuff, it's like, damn, I need something. And I've been filming some skateboarding recently because I'm like, I just need something to do for fun. That's, that's like, what this podcast has been for me. Yeah, it's just it's fun. It's just something fun. To, I've been so busy. This is a great way to stay busy. But like, I get Chase to invite dude, my homies. You just in. came in for the kids. Yeah, just dude, for the boys. He, good, good shit. Dude, this wouldn't dude, be possible it's without all him. about. All right. Speaking of what you said, reaching out to people and that you couldn't do it enough. I hit him up one day. I was bored on a weekend. I was like, Chase, like I don't know how to use my audio equipment properly, and he came through gave me a freaking rack to use with which made all my stuff work and just taught me how to do everything that's and that's how you gotta reach out dude gotta i posted out. on instagram when i was shooting the blue footed boobies music video in march and i was gonna sh- we had all these plans i had nikki who was in a style mm-hmm. at nikki nets i had it was gonna be like this whole i was like super stoked on it but i was just gonna pretty much do it myself and uh this was like a couple months after I've been back from New York and uh, I posted on Instagram anybody looking for somebody who's creative who does film or wants to team up collaborate whatever you know shot in the dark you know and Nick fucking was the one who like hit me back up I had a few people I think but Nick hit me up and he's like hey like I'm down to come I looked at his page and he's not like a personal branding guy Mm -hmm. you know he doesn't like gloat and show all of his inside of his life and all the bullshit he just right. creates fire <laughs> but he had all these cool kind of frames on his face like a mushroom like some weird cube the streets of nicaragua like some cool frames where i was like all right this and he was like i got an ursa mini which is like a pretty dope camera and i was like well shit i pull up like <laughs> send him the address to logan's farm and he pulls he's like i'm gonna bring uh the grip truck like a grip truck like with a bunch of lights and stuff i was like all right all right and so he pulls up bro to the farm first he gets lost logan's Which dad is easy out yeah there. logan's dad has to like go fetch and find him he might have even gotten stuck in a ditch or something weird like that <laughs> but he pulls up bro and he's got like a sky pan like a re sky pan like a super expensive light yeah like this is a kid i posted on instagram does anybody want to help out and this man pulled up and brought like a couple thousand dollars of value to this video and i told sam look right there i was like y'all need to capitalize because like this guy just pulled up and like is flexing like we're about to go in so get ready there's nothing more valuable than the guy who wants to be there bro and that's same with like we had this kid jake stevenson who like has his pineapple visuals he takes like surf mm-hmm. photos and stuff mm-hmm. like that he's been working with us with her eyes and just like doing like more diy video stuff and like the reason we're helping we're paying him is because he didn't he just came and worked without asking for money (laughs) like he didn't even he didn't even care he's like where can i be and when where are you guys i just got a class oh you need me all right i'm here like really just showing out and it's like man fucking hard work really it will pay and like i'm the type of guy who i love paying people out i'm not like a right i i think people should get paid for what they deserve and like I'll be really transparent with people. Like, my crew on my music videos, I'll tell them, this is what I'm getting paid. This is all I can afford to pay you. Like, you can help or you can not, but this is, like, this is it is what it is. Right. You know, and a lot of people think that it's, like, you know, it doesn't, a lot of this shit is, like, grinding. You know, it's, like, video work, especially in today's day and age, is, like, you really just got to put in the fucking work. Mm-hmm. You gotta with the surf shit. I literally was ride or die out there chasing every swell, and then I got hired to like paid to go to like 
wherever, Puerto Rico, Nicaragua, Ireland. I got to, like, travel the world and shoot surfing, which was, like, my dream. And then, of course, as soon as you reach one dream, it's like it's not really your dream anymore. you kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. now I want to fucking direct a Drake music video one day. You know, it's like, fuck, it's filming surfers. Like, <laughs> nothing against them. <laughs> that shit was fun. But you know what no, I mean? I meant it's to like, say that earlier because, like, you were, you were talking about going to New York. And uh, we didn't really touch on the fact that you hit, I mean, about as high as you can go with surf. Dude, I was like, I got, you got really, featured on all the major Yeah, players. I was just lucky to be in the right with the, dude, my friends rip kowalski like every time i go to hawaii first off i get dialed like kowalski's family puts me up they take care of me um skylar allen this other kid who's from the gulf coast but he's been living in uh hawaii for a while now he always puts me like it's all about just like showing love and like you Mm -hmm. know if you if you i feel like if you're good to the world it's good back to you type shit you know i'm a very like i feel like morally ground type of guy like we all have flaws. We all fucked up. We've all fucked up, and you know we all make mistakes. But like, if you generally want people to be happy and like successful, and like, you know, I always think like successful people want other people to be successful. Yeah, you try to yes. not be like. It's hard sometimes when you see some c- competition, maybe or something, where you're like, man, like, fuck, like this person's like copping my swag or mm-hmm. they're you know trying to take my clients or whatever and it's like man they're just out here hustling like and successful people know that the, we live in a world of abundance yeah and just because somebody else got theirs doesn't mean you can't get yours facts and like people who aren't gonna make stuff out of themselves they think that the world isn't abundant and they think it's either you or them yeah and like that's that's a dangerous way to be thinking it's very dangerous that's something I battled with back in the day yeah. for myself like I'm not afraid to say it and I'm yeah. definitely come around and see the light on things a little bit more my big thing man is like Dude, I feel like I just sometimes I'm not doing enough. You ever I could, feel like I that? I could always f- do more. Bro, I'm I could always, always do feeling more. like that. And like, I've like talked myself down. I'll be like, fuck, like I need to get this done or I need to get that done. Or like, shit, just owning a business and like trying to like operate and like get sales and, you know, deal with clients. And it's a lot of work, man. Like, don't Honestly, talk down to yourself. No, nah, I mean I keep you. I mean push but yourself, think, man, but don't every, talk down. I always think about like what would it be like if I just got a job? Like I could create <laughs> some fire content for somebody. Like I'm a hundred percent like capable and like. I honestly have thought about, I love working in teams. Like, I hate working by myself. Even if I'm working by myself, I like being with people. Like, I'm just a people person. And like, even some editors, you know, they like to be in their little zone. Like, mm-hmm. I, I respect that, but like, I would love to have an editing bay with like six fucking computers and like everybody editing. You right. know what I mean? It's like the feng shui, like the flow is just there. That Hanging makes, out. Makes for better work, dude. It's good like, company. Good company good is company. so important. I, the people you work with, the people you surround yourself with. I was going to mention that earlier, man. I try to like, I really tell people like, especially people who like battle. And man, honestly, my routine, like that's a fire setup. Whew, damn. Lit. Yo, where's that? That's actually that's actually at UNCW. That's at UNCW. That's crazy. I love that. But yeah, I'm like really big into like I try to really hang out with people that I'm like are on the same wavelength as me and like, you know, are working in the same that's why me and Nick work so much and me and Javier, you know, it's like 
they all are like and like me and max and evan we still get to hang out right. but definitely not as much as like i'd like or like and it's not anything personal it's just like they're selling real estate i'm trying to make film you know it's like i can't spend every day all day with them like i gotta surround people who are trying to make movies and like trying to like create content and like it is the same thing goes with mentality type shit and like you know you surround yourself with negative people and like we me and my group of friends for the most part we are very transparent where it's like if somebody's in a bad mood or somebody's being negative like you just tell them you know like you're being negative like you need to comp you need to like you're killing everyone's vibe you put know? that shit outside we don't have time exactly for it. and it's tough sometimes to eat that shit because sometimes it's me sometimes you're right bro mm-hmm. and like i i think it's like i try to think i'm like man what can i do what's going on am i not eating right i'm not exercising usually that's it's those two things gut. Gut. usually no, for real gut. for me it's usually i'm not exercising and i'm not taking care of my body like Definitely. or my work like or my personal life like you know mental health is like so important like if my mental game is not right even if that means my like for my head to be right my body's got to be right too but like not saying it is but it can always be i'll get in a funk you know where i feel like damn i gotta start getting on my program if i procrastinate anything that really kills my vibe because like something deep down in the back of me, my subconscious like knows you should have done that and i'll beat myself up about that i can procrastinate but i cannot um i can't like i can procrastinate (laughs) i can definitely procrastinate i can too (laughs) I don't even know where I was going with that, but I can definitely procrastinate. There's no doubt about that. Put the pro and procrastinate. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about, I'm definitely trying to, I hope, man, one day I can, I really, I tell people, I want to, like how, you know, people say to speak things into existence. I really want to direct, right. direct. See, also, here, I've got a question for you. What do you think about, like, the difference between like doing what you want to do and doing what you're good at because that's something i always think about didn't you post something about this the other day that little four graph thing the japanese yeah 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 uh what's it called it's like a gaki hold up my brother sent it to me i'll find it it's cool in the um i know what you're talking about I think that you can do something that you're good at. I love rap, bro. So I went to Han- you know I went to Hanover, and like rap music is really in right now, and I feel like it's been in for a while. But man, going to Hanover. All right, here we go. That's what Going we're to Hanover about. really inspired me. I love, I want to make rap music videos. I make all types of music videos, but that rap shit slaps, boy. That shit's so fun. You know, people are just chief and fat doinkers. Slaps. Yeah. They do crazy and big, big booties. <laughs> just call it a doinker. <laughs> fat doinkers and big booties. Unfortunately, or I guess unfortunately, that, that's the aesthetic. So you don't really have much of a choice. Yeah, but honestly, what's dope not always. You new, always have a choice. Yo, okay, you hold on. Did choice. y'all see that new? Not that she's a trap star, but y'all see Billie Eilish's new music video. Mm-hmm. Billie 
So is that the dark, the really like she's really yeah, dark. Yeah, dude, do you not know her shit, bro? I don't really listen to it, but all I right. all of a sudden she came into my existence. Bro, and I was like, she Who is first this off freaky. Person? She's fire. Her music is fire. Her style and is very her style, unique. Very unique. If you listen to her interviews, dude, really yeah. she's really young. She's like seventeen. I think really? her brother produces like all of her shit. But her visual for her new uh, for this new album she just dropped. This guy the Dave and all that. Dave and the little homies is like is a group. They do a bunch of rap music videos, and they did this video for her, and it's like it's just fire. It's like inspired by that. You know that I think it's called pop. It's like it's a graphic design style. It's called like it's like that slime Sunday type account. You know, like the I have no idea. It's like this pop culture, like the silver French fries and the McDonald's box type shit. You know what I'm talking about or no? I don't, but I did see a clip of her in a chair getting spun 360. And it was sick or no? I, I, well, yeah. I mean, the fact that they were... They were <laughs> oh, you mean this way. Yeah, Collided yeah. like that way. They, yeah. They, they, they rotated. on her face and it was just... You see the behind the scenes, that's crazy. Yeah. They just have her rigged up in a chair. See, I won't watch the music it. video, but I will watch the behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes. <laughs> Dude, they had some shit where she's like crying black. Yeah, the that's, crying. Yeah. That was nice. All right, but let's see. We're going to look up... So Iggy you got. We're gonna look. This is about. Say, this is about uh, what we were talking about. Yeah, though. you said you know if you what ever you thought love, about just getting a job or what doing the what world you love, needs, what you're good at, what you can be paid for, what you're good at, profession. What is vocation? Like a job. Oh damn! I'm dumb. All right, passion. Don't ever say that. Don't ever put yourself down. That's right. I'm not dumb. That was just dumb of me. Unless you, you're a comedian. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I guess self-deprivation at some point. Yeah. All right. Funny. So, profession is what you're good at mixed with what you can get paid for. All right. But it talks about if you if you don't incorporate all of those things into what you make your purpose and your being, that you'll be lacking in some. Uh, get what I'm saying? Because you said, you know, do you ever think that you should do what you're passionate about or you should do what you're good at? Yeah, and because like, dude, all right. You should really I try to find directing. where they all I connect. love directing. I love like, the creative sauce like right i love saying like i don't know let's put the artist upside down i don't know that's just right. an example um or let's make this whole scene red mm-hmm. whatever but i feel like i'm really good at bringing really good people together like a producer i feel like that's what i'm really good at like because i know people i can put together a good team but i love directing and i don't know if that's like I don't know what it is. It's just, I don't know if it's a control thing or like, you know, I like, it's like, I love having my own, it's like my music, you know, it's like, that's, and like when you produce something, it's yours, but it's like from my outside. It's like, all right, here's what I got to say about that though. Cause I think they do work the same. And I think it's awesome that you spend time directing and that you spend time being DP and that you really learn the ins and the outs of it and you stack bread and clips and the whole way through it. Right. But you get, I mean, make producing a part of what you do because you are good at it and you are good about putting the right team together. There's no way to avoid it at this point. And the thing is, you get to be the producer who walks out of the tent and says, look, motherfucker, you're doing it wrong. Give me the damn camera and you fix the scene. I mean, there's a lot of, I worked with a lot of producers who don't know That's what Nick was telling me. At the end of the day, the producer's the one that says like, no, they are the director. They are the director. Yeah. 100% 100% without a doubt see that's the thing is like I'm still learning so much about the films industry. and you'll pick a better director having directed yourself facts and that's what I'm I'm hoping with music though I'm hoping I'm like I'm gonna direct all but I we actually I actually have a few things in the works with like 
I'm, I'd love to work with a bunch of different directors of people who've never f- made a film. Just like an artist, like a painter, and say, do you want to direct this music video? And just see what happens. Because, like, I think translating... So I like translating people's ideas and vibes. That's what I like. Like, when I met with Unity, and even, like, with my sister, with all the Convoy videos... Convoy gave me a lot of freedom with everything I've ever done with them. But... And same with Signal Fire. I have pretty much everybody. But I like to do... Shout out to Signal Fire. Love that Signal video you Fire. did with Carsu traveling around. That was dope. That was fucking epic, bro. That was, like huge for me and that's like remember we were talking about doing things on cheap gear if you mm-hmm. have to do it i shot all that shit on 20 dollar lenses and like nick was like dude keep that your secret I'm like, dude, <laughs> i don't care <laughs> i don't care bro i would have made that music video fire on my iphone seriously i would have like it doesn't matter the camera doesn't given a really dope camera will make shit look like a movie Camera's is, only as good the person holding it. Same thing with a guitar. Big it's, fix. It's but in today's day and age, which is crazy, like I was saying, you can be successful without being talented, really. Like, I don't think I'm the best filmmaker in the world, to be honest, or at my age, or anything like that in the area. You, work, you outwork everybody. Bro, I put in a lot of time, and I a lot of time into building my brand as, like, a filmmaker. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of filmmakers don't focus on that. They focus on making films or getting on sets or they think like i can't be a director like i'm a whatever or like i can't be i can't do that and to me it was like i can do anything like i got my camera and my fucking little mic that hooks up to my phone like that's what i had when i first started and i was like i can interview people i can shoot b-roll whatever i can make it work but a lot of people is like I don't have, and I went through that phase for sure. Me too. Me Musician, too. I'm sure you guys do the same thing where it's like, oh, I need the the blah blah blah, you know, mm-hmm. bullshit. <laughs> like, just it's an excuse. It's an excuse. Yeah, it's like no, it's because like you want the cool tools, you like want give you the it, cool but... look. It's like, oh, but then you're like, oh, I, I can't get this shot if I don't have this. Ugh. I want to make this music video so bad, but if I don't have the stabilizer, then how can I, do, you know, like... Or you're afraid that somebody's going to judge man. you for not having a piece of equipment or, yeah, or it's not like, being able to make it sound quite like, the way that... Man, like I've heard some people say before, like, the less you have, the more you, the, the harder you got to work, and mm-hmm. usually the better the product. It makes you, mm-hmm. like, a better, you know... It's like trying to make music with less instruments. It's trying to, to make a, a song really full... You know, that's what they say, right? Like, fool, you need mm-hmm. a lot of instruments or a lot of t- a lot of a lot of bullshit in there. And if you're missing an instrument, you better have something else to fill that shit with, because it's like. But then some of the best songs. I mean, I, I mean, best is maybe not the right relative. word for what I'm about to. Yeah, it is relative. But like some hits. Let's, let's not say best. Let's say some hits. Take like a band like um, Group Love. They have a very stripped down um, kind of what they they don't use full drum kit. Uh, I'm a big fan of like people singing over piano. Yeah, like, I love raw music for mm-hmm. sure. I'm a big fan of it. Like, really basic stuff. I always, my sister, like I said, she has got a great voice, and I'm telling her like, bro, she got the Dell pipes. She and she plays the piano. I'm like. If you had a track that was just you just fucking belting on the piano, just fucking, 
it would be so fire. Yeah. And she like, had a she, great coach. Dude, I was working with. Um, did she? I don't even know who her coach yeah, was. Yeah, he rents from you guys, I think. You're, he rents from. Voice coach? Yeah. Uh, probably. I mean, um, she's worked with, like, she's she is extremely talented as far as, like, she's coachable. She's, like, you can tell her, like, hey, sing, like, whatever, and she can just hit it. I saw her in the studio and she was recording her album, and I was like, damn like control crazy like music oh, i want to play music so i don't even want to play music man i want to make i would love to make beats do it that shit would be so yo fun. you got get garage band on your phone my shit would slap get garage band on your phone i'm thinking i'm gonna do it oh, shit why not fruity loops get fruity loops is that like the beat is this you This is that new, alright, so this band's called Lil Nas X, and he made like a country rap song. It's number, I think it might be number one on the billboard right now, and it's a rap, it's, he wears a cowboy hat, but this shit slaps right here. I wish these headphones had bass. Ready? Here it goes, ready? Oh man. And this shit you know is, those are the two biggest industries to be in in music. The fact that somebody's actually dude, that shit it, he's going to be a freaking billionaire. I love that, dude. I honestly posted his. I, did you see the video I posted today? Oh, I posted God. him. On, I post. Look at my story. Right, I posted a guy dancing to that song on my story. It's just hilarious. And I said mood. Because the dude's like, he hits like a little cowboy, like a little A, but then he hits like his little gangster shit, too. I was like, damn. <laughs> Country stars have been trying to do it for a minute, but it, it's nothing's really stuck. Man, just seeing. You like, didn't post like, this? Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my jam. Cut up. Cut up. Here we go. Hit when he holds the belt. Has he got a fat lip of dip in, too? You have to. That's, no, a, that's a requirement. No, no, no. He's dope. He's dope. Dope, boy. That shit was so funny. I love that shit, man. But after, so when I worked in New York with that with that dude, he only worked on rap music videos, Janoff. And uh, we worked with this guy named, he pretty much let me take the reins on dealing with clients. And like, I, like I said, I went to Hanover, so I know a lot about like, hip-hop culture and I, like i love that shit and so just like i worked with this guy named super duper humble who i don't know if you guys have heard of him but he's actually got some fucking hits he's too humble have you not heard of him no bro Bump it. he's so Duh. humble all right yeah, so he's got like he is also like the baby he's like an instagram like he's a personality bro you can do this shit so much in your backyard that it makes you like you can really take off just by being unique Personality is a big part of it these days, dude. Just being yourself, like the baby, it's fucking hilarious, bro. If you look at his stories, the dude is hilarious. Super duper, his shit too. Like, look, all right, so this is him right here. That's him, but he's like, but listen, let's see if this is. <laughs> I want to find a, a loop of one of his songs. Let's see, his shit is is so funny, bro. Um, yeah. But you probably heard it on different meme accounts, cause he's like, that's that's like how they do so, like, they're smart with their shit. 
Cause I'm stabbing on my toes, but I don't stop. I may flip socks on my flaws. Crazy, bro. So, like, working with him, and I worked with this dude, Tony Hood from Florida, and, like, just dealing with artists and seeing the respect that musicians give like music video directors and i felt like that was something that like the surf industry kind of lacks like filmers really don't get that much love sometimes like yeah maybe on their instagram post they get some love but like physically it's like if right. you if you miss that one clip like who the fuck are you even like you know it's like whereas the music video it's like you're in full control it's like you're making this dude look like a fucking star and essentially you're doing the same thing with a surf clip you know you get a good surf clip of a guy you're making him look like a pro you're letting everybody know what a pro he is yeah. exactly and it's like with these music videos the artist really they being able to like form relationships with dudes is just like or females whoever maybe like working with my sister on that working with michael akins on a music video of mm -hmm. uh, convoy uh those dudes in new york boobies boobies intervision those dudes signal from fire signal fire and like i've been lucky to also shoot some shows like with soja and tribal seeds and like some bigger reggae shows where like just getting to meet these dudes and like i'm not a fan like to be honest i'm not like a huge music head I do love hip hop. I definitely think I like am really up on the hip hop culture. Like, Who's I your favorite hip hop artist? Um, the baby right now. The for baby. Sure. Yeah, but J Cole or J Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, J, J. J. Cole. So like, supposedly there's a J Cole the baby collab coming. Mm. So that's like I'm really hyped for that. But yeah, I love. Oh, I saw Nicole. you post about Pac the other day. I'm a big Pac. Yeah, fan. Anderson Pack is fire. Big I Pac love fan. the dudes with fire visuals, bro. Because I just watch right. music videos all day. So I could J watch Anderson J Pac Rock, all day. J Cole. You guys know who Cole Bennett is? Mm -mm. You should look into him, bro. He is in Forbes 30 under 30. He's lit. So he owns this company called Lyrical Lemonade, mm -hmm. and it's like a blog about music it's in chicago and it's mostly about hip-hop but now it's outside of chicago but he creates gear that's like you know you buy a t-shirt for like 40 bucks and it sells out in like 10 minutes and then they're worth like 120 dollars. he's like a mogul but he like did some chance to rapper music videos like early in his career and so now he's been he's worked with like Wiz khalifa you know he's worked with like the biggest names in hip-hop and like he just started as like a kid in chicago who like filmed a rap music video for a senior like video class or some shit i don't even know exactly something like that <laughs> but it's like it's crazy that like all it takes is one one artist that you work with that you really vibe with that takes off and i think that's like really that's what it is i think making fire movies and visuals definitely helps you get gigs mm -hmm. but i think meeting it's like 50 percent your work 50 percent dapping up the homie saying what's up that's that's it it's not just you can't just dm people and be like hey let's work with the fire you can but the other 50 percent is being at the at on the beach when the waves are pumping and on the north shore or if that if you want to be a surf cinematographer there's a big thing to be said about um the dapping the homies up right so you really want to enjoy the people you're spending all this time with because like these aren't just not only their labor labor of love but they're very time intensive yeah and you're gonna spend hours and hours and hours working together it's like really important and that's to like, really vibe with the people that you're having to spend time doing this with and you think about like when you work with clients sometimes and like you know unfortunately i every client i work with isn't one that like i would dream of working with like right i've done some stuff for retirement communities you know i'll do wedding shout out films. to old people yeah shout out to the old the gerontologists out there but um i do whatever <laughs> i do whatever i gotta do you know to make it by but like 
essentially, I try to I upcharge the clients that I don't want to deal with. Yeah. Like, you know, you say, like, you know, if you're going to surround yourself with these people, it's like, shit, if you get your arm twisted, you got to do a retirement community video, you better at least get your money's worth, you know, or like, right. if you're going to do things you don't want to, and that's like when people work in the office, they do their shitty job, I'm like, well, you put money in the bank? Because like, if it's worth it for you, cool. Like, it's it's personal. Like, I don't argue with anybody who says like, people are always like, you live the dream, you get to travel, I'm like, well, I don't own a house yet, you know, like, some kids my age own houses, like, I'd love to own a house, but, like, I spend my money a lot of times traveling, or, like, uh, investing in camera equipment, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, whatever it is that I want to do. You're investing in yourself. Right now, you know, yeah. in the near future, probably have to be saving, hopefully be saving more, but, uh, it's an equal medium of, like, you know, chasing the dream, and, creating visuals and like doing what it has to do to you know put money in the bank and it's like you're building a network i'm 26 so it's like you know it's close to time and there's a lot of people who work a job nearby and they buy a house for red bull or some shit that's what i'm saying in my head like i love working with teams i like i mean red bull is a pretty cool company it is but at the same time it's like is that gonna slow down is that gonna is that you never know red bull could put you around the people you still love to work with to an extent. To an extent. To I'd an rather, extent. I'd rather, you wouldn't get creative I'd control. For, I'd rather work for Dreamville. Dreamville? J. Cole's record label. Yeah. And create videos or some shit. Shout out Dreamville if you're listening. Yeah, seriously. I know we you're listening, J. Cole. Somebody tweet this at J. Cole. But yeah, man, I'm definitely... I don't have any doubt that like I'm gonna this is gonna be what I'm gonna do like I just hope that the music it's all up to like what the music industry does and like to me I think it's at like it's high right now it's like the fact that you can make a room in your garage and it'd be a number one hit or whatever like this that song is like dudes are like nobody are making number one hits and like how is that not gonna be unity or it only takes one yeah it only takes one and it's like and I honestly believe we have a lot of good local music here and like I don't know what it is. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's marketing or if it's like just getting it in front of the right people. I don't. I don't know what. What does it take to fucking make a hit these days? It takes right time, right time, right place, and lots of work. I mean, overnight success is never made overnight. I would. I would argue that nowadays. You know, like I have certain friends that they post something and. They wake up and World Star posted it. Now they yeah. have two million followers. Yeah, but the point I'm getting at is that that's not normal. Them, them being it does even happen. that, even that when there that was happens, a lot of work, there's something about cool them becoming who they are that yeah. got that, like got them to the point to where somebody like World Star is like, this is interesting. I'm gonna post this. See, that's the cool thing about this the baby guy. He's been like making music for. He was like baby Jesus for a while. He went to like festivals and wore like a big ass diaper. Like, as a marketing scheme. Full send. Full send. And, like, he had met these guys who do videos who are, like, they call themselves the real goats. It's, like, two brothers and another guy who all, they met him multiple years ago. And now that the baby's blown up, they met him and they vibed. They thought they were cool. I think at the time he was making videos for, I can't even remember who, like, somebody and but somehow one way or another that one guy they met one time three years ago now has an album that's like top of the billboard and they're making his videos traveling the world going on tour 
which I don't see why that can't be any local band because every band is fucking lo- what's local we live in the world of the fucking internet google that shit local is earth now subscribe to dream without yeah we gotta <laughs> wrap this thing up man we've was that a while yeah we're crushing it so normally i do kind of prompt the guests to talk about some dreaming type stuff so we're gonna go like lightning round through lightning. this just it. because some people might be expecting it now okay so Staying focused on your dream. What do you do? Do you? I know you. You spoke a little staying bit. Staying focused on my dream. I you self affirm. You write it down. I think. Yeah, I've I've wrote it. I wrote it down a couple of years ago with my friend Austin Bates. I have this group of friends called the Sons of Savages. They're probably some of them are probably watching. But they like one time I did that and yeah, I I want to direct a Drake music video one day. Straight up. Beautiful. I think in a year, it's has it starts with a year. What's the, you said Drake? Yeah, Drake. Shout out to Drake. Drake, I know you're listening. I'm about to flip the switch. Shannon loves Drake. How do you do, what is it, one Shout year? Shout out to Shannon for putting up with us. Yeah. What do you yeah. do, one year, five year? Do you need? Yeah, I do one year. I do five year. Right. Ten, I love this guy. He's on one year, fire. Yeah. One year, I want to have like a shit ton more experience. Like uh, maybe like another, you know, I, hours on set for sure. And like meeting other filmmakers who will teach me shit because I work better with teams. Um more in the music industry i wrote down that i wanted to i just shot my first concert like festival in october and after that i've been shooting like just random i'm trying to get in the music scene so more music stuff whether it's going to festivals networking five years i want to be getting paid to be making music videos and be making like films 10 years i want to win a fucking oscar maybe i make beats by then i'll win a fucking grammy some shit I don't know Lil Nas X Jr. yeah shout out when we have Moonstock in 2069 on the moon I want you to film that shit I'm there bro I'm gonna have the fucking GH5 if anybody wants to know it's gonna be freaking 3000k camera I'm gonna be shooting on the fucking sh- I'll shoot on anything bro my iPhone I'm gonna shoot that shit on a fucking Sony Handycam <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is the first stream we've had viewers the entire time Oh yeah! Shout out to the viewers. Is there any names? No, we just have. We've had at least two people watching the entire. Shout out to whoever's watching, y'all. My fucking rider dies, bro. I appreciate my fucking gang. Anybody who ever needs anything from me, I'm your brother. Reach out to me. I got you. Even if you ain't got the bread, it ain't always about that. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go check us out on iTunes. We'll be up on Spotify here soon. If you want to learn more about Jake Blaham and Brown Bear Visuals, make sure to check them out on Instagram. That's Grom Laham. That's a personal account? That's your personal account. Brown Bear Visuals. Brown Bear Visuals. Horizon Creative Co. Yeah, Horizon Creative Co. Horizon Creative Co. Um, I got a lot of things in the work. I said podcast coming. Right. Talked about doing some like skit kind of stuff. I've never really dove into that, so maybe some of that coming soon. Um, but yeah, me and I think the Horizon crew are going to be cooking up a lot of good shit. Me and Brown I heard big Bear, things are coming. Big, big things with Horizon. Hopefully big thing with, with Brown Bear too, you know, like as far as the music shit goes. I'm really, I'm like a musician out here, you know, just trying to meet other musicians slash film directors, whatever, you know, trying to make it in this cold, cold world that I think is fucking lit. One last thing I always have everybody do is if you're going to give one piece of advice to a young dreamer out there, an artist, a creative of some sort who is trying to muster up the courage to really go after what they want, what would that be? I think something that's really big is surrounding yourself with people who support what you're doing. 
if you're like you know if people think that your dreams are crazy or that like you know you may not be able to do something or whatever just you know kind of notice that put them to the side and fucking chase the dream don't let anybody hold you back because like i said you can make dreams come reality it's pretty easy just gotta put in the fucking work i know that's so cliche i'm trying to think of something else like no dude that's i mean don't judge cliche don't, doesn't don't judge mean it's people. not good don't judge people i judge people sometimes i try not to but don't judge people because fucking you never know what someone's going through somebody <laughs> can be going through some shit you never know where that person's going to be in 18 years facts yeah one no. year yeah. Or one. Or tomorrow. All it takes is that one song. All right. That one song, that one <laughs> music one video, video, that one surf clip. You already know what it is. We out this bitch. We mm. making movies. Thanks it? for coming. No problem, Dob. Much respect. Love Legend. what you're doing. Don't forget to subscribe. We out. We out. We need to get some music, you know, for that. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to make No, I got a I got a great one to end it on. Oh wait, it's still rolling? <laughs> I'm going baby on baby. It's still it's still rolling, but we, we're just gonna outro music this quick. <laughs> I'm got a horses in the back. Hey, hey, brown bear. Boom. Hey, hey, Jim with dub, Jim with dub, Jim with dub. Hey, chase on the sound. Let's go. Subscribe. <laughs>